Green Pastures are the weekly devotions published by Vineyard Boise, consisting of four parts, the reading, the reflection, the question, and the prayer. Green Pastures for Thursday, July 28th. Atomic Habits. Small Habits. Big Difference. Today's scripture reading is from Galatians chapter 6, verses 6 through 8, from Mike's Amplified Version, which reads, When someone has helped you pick up all the pieces and sort out all the messes, they have painstakingly worked out the practical implications of the word we've all received in Jesus. See that you show your gratitude by passing those benefits right back to them. In this whole business of helping each other through the rough spots of life, Don't kid yourselves into thinking you can pull a fast one on God by talking more than you're walking. God won't be toyed with. What a human sows is what a human reaps. Sow into the self-centered paths of your lesser nature with its desires and inclinations and watch as you reap from that lesser nature ever-diminishing returns. Sow into the higher path rooted in the empowering breath of God. Talk about the dividends Life and life and more life. This is God's Word. Imagine you have a messy room and you set a goal to clean it. If you summon the energy to tidy up, then you'll have a clean room. For now. But if you maintain the same sloppy pack rat habits that led to a messy room in the first place... Soon you'll be looking at a new pile of clutter and hoping for another burst of motivation. You're left chasing the same outcome because you never changed the system behind it. That's James Clear from his book Atomic Habits, an easy and proven way to build good habits and break bad ones. I may have quoted it a few times in these devotional musings. It's worth a thoughtful read and even more importantly, some thoughtful application. It strikes me that so much of our church life, our religious life, involves instilling sporadic bursts of motivation to clean house. We are convicted in that sermon, that talk, that teaching, and then move to rededicate ourselves or perhaps even rebaptize ourselves, often over and over and over again, because we keep coming back to that messy room. The room of our life is cleaned out again and is left empty, swept, and in order and ready for occupancy by the same unchanged routines that produced the mess the last time, and the time before that, and the time before that. Somehow, we keep reaping what we're sowing. Go figure. You treated a symptom without addressing the cause, writes Clear. Achieving a goal only changes your life for the moment. That's the counterintuitive thing about improvement. We think we need to change our results, but the results are not the problem. What we really need to change are the systems that cause those results. When you solve problems at the results level, you only solve them temporarily. In order to improve for good, you need to solve problems at the systems level. Fix the inputs and the outputs will fix themselves. You do not rise to the level of your goals. You fall to the level of your systems. Okay, that's end of quote from James Clear. This is why 12-step programs tend to see life change effected over the long haul. 
as opposed to unsupported and sporadic bursts of religious enthusiasm from Sunday to Sunday. It's called discipleship versus periodic meeting attendance. Twelve-step programs establish a framework of support and accountability. Sure, there are still relapses. Systems are only as good as their consistent application. Stop working it, and we will find ourselves worked by whatever default and typically undefined system we started with. One more time from Mr. Clear. It's so easy to overestimate the importance of one defining moment and underestimate the value of making small improvements on a daily basis. Too often we convince ourselves that massive success requires massive action. Whether it's losing weight, building a business, or a church, writing a book, winning a championship, or achieving any other goal, we put pressure on ourselves to make some earth-shattering improvement that everyone will talk about. Meanwhile, improving by 1% isn't particularly notable. Sometimes it's not even noticeable. But it can be far more meaningful, especially in the long run. The difference a tiny movement can make over time is astounding. In other words, humans reap what humans sow. And as James Clear makes, makes clear, in total agreement with Paul's analysis in Galatians, this works both ways. Atomic habits, small moves regularly made over the long haul, have lasting impact that can be either delightful or devastating. The question is, what are we sowing? And even more importantly, what is the system we are employing and empowering to deliver those seeds day after day? after day. Okay, I know I can be a bit over the top in this whole second reading department, like yesterday with a suggested 15-minute follow-up reading of the whole book of Ruth. Let's just say it's the evangelical in me. So, how about we even this up a bit with a follow-up reading that will take less than 15 seconds? One verse from the book of Proverbs, specifically Proverbs 13, verse 11 which in the NLT reads, Wealth from get-rich-quick schemes quickly disappears. Wealth from hard work grows over time. Read that one a few times. Read and repeat it enough times over time, and you'll memorize it. The Hebrew literally says in the latter half of the proverb that what we gather upon the hand grows. Not sudden, breathy movements, but steady hand by hand by hand accumulation over a lifetime. Now, pause for a moment of personal reflection and prayer. What room or mess in your life have you been trying to clean out for a very long time? What have these efforts looked like? What has worked and what hasn't? What overall system can you see that keeps leading you back to the same results? How might you change the trajectory and flow of your system? Or to put it in Paul's terms in Galatians, how happy are you with what you've been harvesting from your life? How can you begin sowing tiny habits that will take you in a new direction and lead to a very different harvest? Most generous God, who gives seed to the farmer that becomes bread for our meals, 
Show me what and where to sow the little habits, the tiny actions that over time result in a harvest of life, life, and more life, benefiting not just me, but all around me. Through your Spirit, with, upon, and in us. Amen.